Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 90, 90 of Caffeinated Yogi Talks. That is a cool freaking number. Um, I, I didn't really realize it until I went to go start uh, recording. I normally look at like, okay, what was the deets from before? And then continue on to this one. And I was like, wow, 10 away from 100. Damn, that's pretty cool. Don't ask me what the hell I'm going to do for 100, but uh, we got to do something, I suppose. Um, I did, though, think that uh, my idea for uh, what to talk about, I, a lot of times would journal out like, okay, here are five topics, and then I kind of put them in an order that makes sense to me for launching them to you guys. And whenever I saw that it was 90, I was like, okay, we got to share something that is really cool and meaningful. Um, so I'm going to share a little story of my past to tell you how I failed and how that then pushed me to be who I am now. So without further ado, go grab yourself a nice, warm, yummy cup of coffee. Uh, Unless you're like, holy shit, it's hot as balls outside, then maybe it's cold brew. And let's dive in. Hi there. Welcome to Caffeinated Yogi Talks. I'm your host, Danielle Collinsworth. Here, we will talk about all things yoga, both on and off the mat, fitness, entrepreneurship, this crazy thing called life, and maybe a bit about coffee. So throw on your headphones, grab your favorite cup of gel or tea, if that's your fancy, and let's get chatting. Okay, as I just ended um, from like the intro to the intro, I don't really know what that's called right now, but uh, it's hot outside, man, and uh, protecting your skin is so freaking important. I definitely did a bad job of it whenever I was younger. Not that I really have skin issues now by any means, but um, thank, thank you, Dad. Blessed with my dad's skin, um, but it is still important to take care of your skin, right? And uh, Frey Skincare is the way to freaking go. They have something for every skin type they are made for those that sweat so uh i mean if you pretty much i feel like live anywhere right now and you step outside you're sweaty aka the company is for you and if you use the use the code danielle spelled d-a-n-y-e-l-l you're always going to save money um it's also a way for you to support the show so if you're looking to just try something new, I highly recommend them. Send me a message on Instagram if you would like uh, for us to just kind of go over what is it you're looking for and I can tell you the shit I like and the shit I use. Um, but uh, it's a way for, again, you to support the show. It's a great product. It's a win-win-win. They also give back a lot to the community. So win-win-win-win-win, um, I suppose. <laughs> All right, so uh, going down memory lane for a moment. I think it's kind of funny that on last week's episode, I was like, I don't talk about yoga that much. And now I'm going to talk about yoga again. So uh, whenever I went through yoga teacher training, this was after I had years of experience teaching dance. Um, I started teaching, not like being the only teacher, but I was 12. Uh, The studio that I was at, they would have like, once you were at a certain level on the competition team, you were able to then like be a teacher or like a teacher's assistant, I suppose. But that helped me so much with just articulating. Even the fact of using my left hand instead of my right as I'm facing you and mirroring you. 
So there were a lot of things that dance helped me with to just feel comfortable with guiding people through yoga. Now, don't get me wrong, there was a lot of shit with teaching yoga that I was still like, oh my God, how do I remember this? When do I inhale? When do I exhale? What's saying too much? What's saying too little? Um, I It's a, kind of a fun fact, I think, but it's really like the only movement modality where you as the guide, the teacher, the coach, whatever you want to call the person, is talking the entire time. Like, really think about it. If you go into something like a kickboxing class, they're not going to guide you through each and every little step of you throwing a punch or a kick. Fun fact, I think I'm going to take kickboxing soon, so I'm sorry if everything I just said sounded super lame because I have no idea what I'm talking about. But uh, they're not going to guide you through every single second. If you have a running coach, they're not going to be running alongside you, correcting your stride, your breath, your arm movement, your shoulders, your head, the jaw. They're not going to be correcting that every single step that you take. If you go to a dance class, you're going to hear five, six, seven, eight, and then there's not going to be nearly as much talking. If there is talking, it's going to be really weird sounds. Like all of a sudden you'll hear the instructor yell like, pop, 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 and you're like, what the fuck? Why are you shooting? <laughs> but uh, in the lift, in a um, in a CrossFit gym, uh, you hear a CrossFit coach like, yeah, they're going to yell at you a few times if the music's blasting, and that's about it. They're going to be like, keep going, like, or give you a cue to fix your body, um, and then walk away and check on somebody else. Yoga you are guiding the entire freaking time. So the first thing I want to note is that it's kind of hard. The second thing is that whenever you're first starting off, that makes it even more intimidating because you have to physically just talk more. And especially if you're somebody that is maybe nervous of public speaking, then hell yeah, that's going to be harder than guiding something else because you have to do the thing that's hard for you more often. Please note, I am not saying that guiding yoga is rocket science. I'm just trying to point something out for you to now give you a little bit of my past. So I was probably teaching yoga for about a year. I was still a very new teacher. I still had a lot to learn. I, Looking back, I would probably cringe at some of the classes that I taught. Uh, but I wasn't the worst, right? Like I, I did an okay job. And I was auditioning to teach at a studio that I really admired. I really admired the studio owners. I liked what they stood for. I enjoyed the classes. I liked the community. I mean, everything was yay, 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 yay. And I finally got the opportunity to be able to audition to teach a class. Now, mind you, some of you might be like, ugh, audition. Um, that's very normal. Like I can tell you for me, I will never hire a teacher unless I hear them guide a class. So how you would maybe apply for a job and you have like your resume, right? I really don't care too much about the resume. Like you can just kind of give me three points that I need to know, like how long you've been teaching, uh, what kind of yoga, where'd you get your training, like very basic. But the rest for me comes from how do you guide a class? You can tell me that you've been teaching just as long as I've been alive. And if I don't think that you guide a class uh, efficiently, then I'm probably going to say that you're not a right fit for Sky's the Limit. Um, so that's very normal. Very normal. However, it is very scary to uh, teach a demo, number one, on a, in a one-on-one setting. So let's say that you wanted, uh, you wanted to teach at my yoga studio. And if I was to be like, okay, guide me. 
that's fucking scary. Like, okay, tell me what to do, bitch. Like, what the hell? That is so scary. Um, uh, so number one, I never do that. I feel so bad for people whenever they have to go through that scenario. And it also, like for me back in the day, again, I was teaching for about a year. I really did not have that much experience in a one-on-one setting. So guiding a whole class is definitely different than working with somebody one-on-one. And so I have both of those things kind of going against me. I'm newer. I've never really done too much one-on-one work. I really admire this person that I'm going to audition for. And now they're basically saying, okay, here are some hard things for you. Like do it just to me. Let's change your entire atmosphere. Tell me what to do. Teach me. Guide me. And uh, it was probably the worst class I ever taught. (laughs) Like the worst class I ever taught. I to this day remember a mistake that I made that even then would make me cringe. So um, I'm only going to say this for those that practice yoga. I hate whenever people do something like a trunk twist and they twist up the legs. So think like eagle legs sitting cross-legged in a chair. But then they don't have you twist in the right direction. Like that drives me insane. And I mess that up not once but on both sides. <laughs> um, I messed up ev- everything. I messed up everything. And uh, they gave me some great feedback. Uh, a lot of feedback. I was like, yep, I know. Yep, I would have I would have given myself that feedback. Because a lot of it was like, oh my God, it was it, it was just it was this awful domino effect, guys. It was so bad. It was also, fun fact, the only time that I have ever not gotten a job. So every other time when I have applied for a job of some sort, I've always gotten it. Um, And I'm not trying to say like, yay, kudos to me. But uh, even whenever like, whenever I worked for Bank of America or Raymond James Financial, uh, if I applied for like another position, I I never once not got the position. Um, I was, I'm really good at interviewing, (laughs) except I guess in that scenario. So, uh, long story short, I didn't get the job. Um, I was upset, but I wasn't that upset. Like looking back on it, I, I'm kind of proud for how not upset I was, I guess I would say. But, um, the, the good part to the story is, well, two things. Number one, if I let that exact situation impact my life, I then never would have left corporate America. At that time, I was only teaching yoga part-time. My financial gig was my full-time job. So if let's say that them telling me, sorry, you're not going to be able to teach here. I think I was um, auditioning too to even be on like a sub list. I I think they were hiring two people. It was like one for a Friday morning class and then another for a sub list. And I mean, they basically were like, dear God, I'm sorry, you, you get nothing. You don't get either position. Um, but if I let that be the like, well, fuck it. Obviously I suck at teaching yoga. Like just to think how different my life would have been. I then probably never would have moved to the state of Virginia. Um, I then never would have, uh, the show wouldn't exist. I wouldn't have met my husband. Um, I mean, God, it's, it's insane to think of how different, oh, I wouldn't have had my dog. I really didn't think of that one until now. Um, so many things would have gone differently. If I let that one situation that one quote-unquote failure impact me. Now, I am very much so the person that if you tell me I did something wrong or if you tell me I can't do something, 
dear God, watch out. I am going in full force. I'm going to work my ass off. I am going to prove you wrong. Even if I never talk to you again, even if I never actually physically show you like, ha, I did the thing. Ha, I can now teach the yoga. Um, I will still do it just because like it will eat me alive if I don't. So I clearly did not go down the path of not never teaching yoga again because, well, here we are. Um, but I can tell you that it was only like six months to nine months later that I was guiding class where it was kind of a bigger thing. Um, the caffeinated yogi existed way back then. Uh, I used it as a blog, which dear God, you should be so happy that that is not a uh, public viewing source anymore. Um, but I also used it just as a way for me to create what I call my own uh, teacher page on Facebook. Um, I still use it now. Many of you probably follow it. Uh, and I was teaching a class that was with live music. And one of the people that I auditioned for, there were two of them inside the room. Um, one of them came to the class and it really didn't even bother me. I was like, oh, cool. This will be fun. And after the class, uh, the person that I had auditioned with, they even came up and gave me a hug and was like, you've grown so much as a teacher. This class was so great. And of course that made me smile, made me feel good, but I didn't like think too much into it. I just thought of it as like, wow, thank you for saying that. Like that means a lot. And that's kind of how I viewed it. And within, I would say, I don't know, 30 minutes to 90 minutes after the class was over, they reached out with this long ass message saying how they messed up from never hiring me, how amazing I was as a teacher, uh, how I have a gift. Like, I mean, I... (laughs) I actually am like about to cry even thinking of my emotions from reading that message. That person I viewed as such a, a high, I viewed so high like a pedestal, if you will. Um, I really admired them. And knowing that they basically, I, I wasn't auditioning. It was just because she was like, you went so above and beyond. I am an idiot not to ask you to please come teach at our studio. And I lost my freaking shit. Um, I can tell you that that was the driving force for me to be like, I want to open my own studio. I can do this. So (laughs) my point of sharing this funny little story is, um, number one, auditioning can be scary. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, is that you're going to fail. We are going to fail at everything. Like everything. You're going to fail at everything. You're going to fail at being a good husband or wife. You're going to fail at, uh, at your nutrition goals. You're going to fail at getting to the gym as often as what you'd like. You're going to fail with, uh, being a good friend. You're going to fail with some of your life goals. Next year, I want to travel here. Well, guess what? Something like COVID happens and you get no choice, right? You're going to fail a lot. And I think that one thing our society does so bad at or with is, looking at failure as a bad thing. I think we really need to look at failure as only a position of how to learn and grow. Stop looking at it as a, oh no, poor me. Stop looking at it as a, I can't do this. Stop looking at it as just what it is. I failed. And instead only look at it as how can I be better? If, if you were to, let's say, like work with me with something like uh, fitness. And if you were to be like, oh my gosh, Danielle, I missed a workout. I'm sorry. 
I'm done. We're not working together anymore because I messed up. Uh, I had to get my daughter from from school and as I got her from school they said that she was sick I didn't believe her we went to my office she then started throwing up at the office I had to clean the office we had to go home right the list goes on and on and on and on and on and if you let that one reason be like oh man I didn't make it so I failed if you let that be the reason why you then never worked out again like I would honestly respond to you and say shame on your mindset Let's fix your mindset. Even if you choose not to work with me anymore, let's fix on your mind. Like let's fix your mindset. Um, so yeah, (laughs) that's the point of today's episode. Um, I really hope that this story made you smile. And I, if anything, I challenge you to reflect, like reflect on your own life. I'm sure you have something that is similar to my story where you're like, man, I was really bad at this at one point. And now look at where I am. Now I do this thing pretty regularly. Now I do this thing pretty well. Now I do this thing with confidence. And there's probably going to be a new little tidbit of your life where you're like, ugh, I don't think I could do this. Don't view the failure as a quit. View the failure as a push on. View the failure as a way for you to get better. View the failure as a way for you to be the best version of yourself. I thank you all so much for tuning in. I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please take a moment to either screenshot what you're listening to, share it to your Instagram story, because I I would bet money, and I am not a betting girl, that somebody that follows you, or if you share it and then that person shares it, somebody that follows them would really benefit from listening to today's episode. You have no idea what other people are going through. You have no idea how much of a failure they might think that they are right now. And this might be the lovely little uh, tidbit, lovely little snippet of their day that just makes them push on. This might be the thing that then makes them teach another yoga class, that encourages them to be a better husband or wife, that simply gives them that little push to just keep trying, to just keep going. As always, I thank you for listening to me blab about my past. Uh, I hope that this episode made you smile somewhere, somehow, meaning internally or externally. And until next Tuesday, namaste and slay the thing. 